Hi guys, welcome back to Barbershop Talks. Today we're joined by... Russell. Uh, Harry. And today we're going to talk about what's been going on around the world, so Black Lives Matter, racism, and hope you guys enjoy. All right, let me start off. Um, so, this is going to say this is going off like 400 years plus, but I don't know if, if people have been seeing it. If you haven't seen it, you clearly live under a rock. Um, there was a video of a girl, I think she was about 17, 18. There was a girl that posted a video of um, a police officer kneeling on a black man's neck. That man's name was George Floyd. Uh, unfortunately, he died. And um, that sparked outrage across the nation and it turned into a, a movement. I don't think it necessarily turned it into a movement. Like Black Lives Matter has been around for life. I think since 2014, kind of that time. Yeah, so like the campaign. Yeah. yeah, it's always been happening. But I feel like this time, actually, it took the whole world to kind of like see. And that's why we have the reaction we had now. Yeah. Like, I wish we had it back then when people died. When people were getting, not dying, but people were getting murdered by the police. Wait, how, how far back are you talking? Um, like Sandra Bland times. I don't well, know what that, year it was. See, that topic, see that, that one there, yeah, that is probably the worst I've seen America do. That mm. is the worst I've seen. Like This is bad, isn't it? But what they did to that lady, I, I, don't, know how, I don't know how the whole government hasn't, the whole police force in the US hasn't been put on That was on in notice. 2015. 2015, that's when it happened. Yeah, and then there was Eric Garner, Michael yeah. Brown. Like, there's so many. Tamir Rice, Philando Castile. All of these happened so in many. the last, so many. like, four... Hmm? In the last kind of four years. Not four years, but, like, four years. Why, yeah. why is the outrage now happening? Why not those four years ago? Like, I'm happy everyone's outraged and everyone's, like, protesting. Why did it take so long for everyone, even like companies? Like, remember when um, Colin Kaepernick took the nail yeah, to protest? That man was, <laughs> I butchered his name so bad. Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. Or Kaepernick? Yeah, Kaepernick. That man, <laughs> so that man was dragged through the media. And then the NFL, like a few days ago, they came out saying women solid solidarity. Oh, I'm so bad at English. Solidarity with um, our black um, with our black um, footballers and our black employees. But where was the same support when Colin was peacefully protesting? Because there's a divide. There's a divide in the country. When the way I see it, one thing I've noticed here: when a black man does well. They're more than happy to say he's one of us, he's one of us, he's one of us. But as soon as, as, soon as he does bad, uh, he's nothing to do with us. He's African-American. He's got nothing mm-hmm. to do with us. He's not part of our heritage. He's not part of our, what, what America stands for. You, got, you Africans take him back in it. That's what I've noticed. And I've noticed it not just in the US, not just in the US, but I've noticed, I've noticed it in the UK too. A prime example mm-hmm. is Anthony Joshua, who's a boxer. When when he won, they were happy to call him. Oh yeah, like he's the best. He's the best 
Oxford. Ah, oh, he's British, yeah. Yeah, the UK has got, I think he lost, oh, Nigerian, Nigerian boxer. No, they use Nigerian born. Yeah, exactly. They love to use that. They love to emphasize that. And that is that is a form of racism. That is a form of racism. If people didn't know, you guys don't know, listening, listening. That is a form of racism. Don't don't come out and claim us to be this, this, and that. You you don't have that right to come and say that to us. We know what we are. We know what we are. I was gonna ask, like, do you think the looting and the um the rioting is like do you think it's that bad? Do I think the writing is that bad? Um, mm-hmm. Really and truly, I feel like like what I've been saying is African Americans, you know, the slaves that were brought to America, they built their, they built them foundations. They built them foundations. Yeah. You know, especially at like the White House and stuff as well. They built that in it. So mm-hmm. when they're looting, they're not looting just to loot for the fun of it. They're looting it to let people know. Some people are there. Some people. Okay, okay. Are. You know what? Some people. Some people are. Let's 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 have to be honest. Some people are. But I feel like the majority are looting and they're rioting because they're fed up of 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 the foundation they built being mm-hmm. mocked, being mocked and not being respected. So, you know, when 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 white people are riding on the streets and things like that, but they they're not they're not complaining. It's it's white people white people are rioting. When it's us people, we're savages. We're savages. We're beasts. We're inhumane. I feel like that, and I think that's for me that that's really rude because of we're we're doing it to make our that's, this is our way of making our stand. I feel like yeah, they wanna like I saw my a Trump tweet yeah about like when he was talking about white supremacists, he was like, "I'll oh, talk to them, deal with them in a sensible manner," but then how is he saying this tweet? When you loot, we will shoot and we'll yeah. class, oh, yeah. class us as thugs, like as thugs. But then white supremacists that people that hate and are racist towards black people are obviously are saying to dealt with in a sensible or calm manner. That doesn't make any sense. Like we all know no, no. Trump is a racist. We've done that. We all Let's know not that. lie. Yeah, we know white that. supremacists got him into the White House. White supremacists got him into 100%. the White House. That and money, that and large amounts of money got him. Like he's never said it. But he follows the same ideologies that they have and he like he supports it like Loki, especially with the whole build the wall thing, they all loved it, and that's why he's in the White House now. Yep, hundred percent. Do you know what he said about the mayor about Minneapolis about how they're gonna charge the officer for murder? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, do you know how disgusting it is? How saying he's a bad mayor, he should have handled it differently. Like, oh. he's only saying that. He's only saying that because he doesn't like the fact that the mayor. Hasn't got the same ideology or the same standard of how his man's. Period. Exactly. Like, like, and this is a guy that runs our country and he's complaining about a mayor within his 50 so states who's mm. trying to do the right thing. Like, how dumb he sounds by saying stuff like that. Like, it's actually like wild. Like, obviously, many people can't do anything about it, but it's like, fam, it can't, like, it needs to stop. Like, he needs to actually get patterned or something. Like, I almost feel if feel somebody sees him for this whole right thing. And I'm surprised he dies or anything like that from that, because he kind of de- like he deserves it. Like a lot, like he's put mm-hmm. people through a lot of pain, but I don't think people should die. I want him to suffer in a way how we've been suffering, because killing somebody or make, or somebody dying is just an easy way out. Like 
I want to be that someone disgusting as hell he is to suffer the pain that we suffer. If that yeah. makes sense. Because then yeah. he will come back and unturn to our oh, raw. Like, is this how they've been feeling this entire time? You know what? You know what? I still don't think we even think like that. I think we just think, you know what? I've proven my point all along. They were savages. They're this, that. They're all thugs. But you know what? I don't really care. I don't really like with, with this whole Trump situation. The way I see it is, the sooner you get him out, the sooner you see a change in America. That's the only way I see it. Mm-hmm. But the candidates, if we're, I'm not really like with the um, USA politics, but apparently Biden has stuff on him as well. And so, like, both of the candidates aren't really the best, but I feel like no, people should not. still go out and vote. If we have any American listeners, please still go out and vote. Be For the real. change that you want to see. What do you guys think, like, when, because I've seen a few tweets saying, oh, what do, um, now that people in UK are back, um, are protesting as well. Like, what kind of racism do they have there? Like, do they even have any racists in the UK? What do you guys think about that? They're just close-minded people. Simple. Mm-hmm. How yeah. can you say that there can't be racism in other... That's, just, that's what I'm saying. It's just dumb. How can you say something like that? That's like saying if you go to Russia, there's no racism there. Or in a homophobia that's there. Please stop. Because you all know mm-hmm. if a black person goes to Russia, what's most likely going to happen? When the Euro 2012 was happening, and people were afraid to go to Ukraine because it was a racist country, like True. simple, like Italy is probably one of the most racist European countries. Because when football is played there, there's a lot of racist chants. Some people yeah. are trying to say, "Oh, is any racism in other countries?" There's racism everywhere, everywhere, like, everywhere, everywhere. Man, come on, even in, in the Africa, North Pole, even in Africa, there's, there's racism, man. Come on. Mm-hmm. Being black is having to check um, what percentage racism is in that country before you actually go to it. To deep it, you know, you know when people went to um, Fresh Island, for me, I don't know, Fresh Island is a festival in Korea. It happens in Croatia every year. Obviously, it didn't happen this year because of Corona. But do you know the amount of guys and like men and women I knew that had to check like where they were living in Croatia for a week just to make sure that the racism wasn't hiding. Do you know how that's that's such a big impact for that you have to check first to see if you'll even be able to survive just a week, just seven days in that country. It really does show in the world black lives are inferior to everyone else. It's just a thing where it's just like I don't like it when people see the skin colour of our skin and think of us as a threat or yeah. we're intimidating. Because I feel like white people are so, so, so scared if black people get any type of power within government that yeah. they think that the pain that we that they caused us, we're going to do the exact same thing to them. But when Obama was in charge, what happened? Did anything happen? Did anything no. like that happen? Weren't they still so, racist to Obama? Yeah, they like because they didn't want a black president. They didn't want somebody that's not within their, what is it? What Shade. ideology of what a president should be within the United mm. States. Which is just stupid. Because come to this country, we've had a woman prime minister. Yeah. Come. She did a lot of good and bad things at the same time. You know what I'm trying to say? But no yeah. one's going to hate on her because we all know that she did a job that she had to do. And it was hard for her because most likely she's the first female prime minister. You know what I'm trying to say? Second, second, second. Second, okay, second, wait, Ma- Margaret Thatcher. 
Oh, is that you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, sorry. My bad. My bad, people. My bad, people. <laughs> I definitely got wrong there. <laughs> like, when she was Prime Minister, like, she had a lot of things to do. So imagine if we had a black Prime Minister, yeah? A lot of people in the UK are going to hate it. But since the UK yeah. is such... A, it's not a big country compared to America, but since there's a lot of more ethnic people within a small country, people are going to back it 100%. And since there's a lot of black people within London, you mm-hmm. think that they got white people are going to come here to protest when they know how black people, how they see black people as thugs and whatnot. They're going to be afraid to even come out trying to speak about it. Because often yeah. we'll do something about it. But when we start doing it, they just hate it. And one people are saying about the looting should stop, the looting shouldn't stop. You only dislike mm-hmm. the looting because it's, oh, it's a violent image. If they want to get their right, da 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 fam. After World War II and then in the 50s and 60s and 70s, when they're trying to get human rights, yeah? What's happening? Mm. Lynching, fire hoses, getting hurt by firemen, police officers, yeah? So imagine how, if it was like this now, Johnny people would be dead. That was just it. I spoke to my yeah. boy today, yeah? And I was like, Imagine if a person was on, like, got lynched in today's society. Do you know how many people, a person you know did actually, would get? Did they? A person actually did um, get lynched. Jesus, was it this? Yeah, it happened a few what? weeks ago. Um, this runner, he was, um, this guy, he was on a run, and these two um, white people oh, chased after him. him. And they shot him. That was basically was... a lynching. Basically, basically. No, yeah. the, no the lynch. It no, wasn't lynch, basically, but it was. Yeah, it, yeah. So... it is, but this, I'm trying to say is like when they had like obviously hanged them from the tree or something. Like, oh, okay. yeah, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. I'm saying like, if something like that was happening during this time, do you know how much worse yeah. it would get? We're only looting because you're not listening to what we have to say. Like, yeah. it's yeah. frustrating. And the reason People... it's frustrating because it's gone on for so long. Like, it took over 400, 400 years. For yeah. Abraham Lincoln to find it, you know, oh, you know, let's be right and let's stop doing this right now. Let, let's, like, he found it after that many times, how much longer it was for it to be right to stop doing something that he saw wrong. Like, so yeah. imagine how long it's going to be. When it's in 20, like, imagine when we're alive in 2030, 2040, 2050, it'll be a whole, de- whole century since we've been doing a whole human rights movement. Yeah. And nothing's yeah. going to, and when and we know racism will slightly change, but it's not going to go away. It's never ever gonna go away. Never ever so gonna it's go. like we and it's like we need to look out for our brothers and sisters and our future children because we know that this can happen to them as well. We know it can happen to them and we yeah. wanna prevent it from yeah. happening to them. We just mm-hmm. we just want the same amount of equality that a white person will get. We just want the same amount of equality that any other person's gonna get. That's upper class, middle class or whatnot. That is white within society. That's all we want. But when we're seeing stuff like this online about people dying from racist police officers who's having his knee on someone's neck and for two to two minutes he's saying he can't breathe and then for the four to six minutes he's unconscious he's still got his knee on the god that on that guy's neck so for the other four or three officers that were just standing there who have now been have now been charged that happened today like people are more happy because it's like you can't just stand there and watch a police officer do that to somebody when you know it's like humanity wrong like you know you're gonna have a conscience about that like everybody has a conscience about this. And the police officer that did do that to George Floyd, his wife is now div- filed for divorce. She doesn't want any money from him from the divorce. Like, and when we see his track record of his um, arrests, this isn't the first time he's done police brutality towards black people. Yeah. Like, it goes back way time. It was on Instagram. And I was just like, how can you have an officer still 
after he's done many bad things. Like, it wasn't one or two. It happened a very more than six times. Yeah. So why is it only just now he's getting arrested? Because people have a phone. People have more of a voice on social media. People know if there's a company or influencer, they're going to spread it. Like with that Star Wars act, I don't know his name, but he was in Hyde Park today. John yeah, Boy- John Boyega. John Boyega. Like, he was very, yeah. like he was very passionate on his, very. On his, on his um, very. like even in Hyde Park, he was very passionate. But in his video, he didn't care about his reputation as an actor. He, he cared about his reputation care. as a black yeah. man, as a black man. Because he knows that's way more important than some job at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Simple. But you know what? For his white peers, he doesn't have. They don't have to worry about if they're gonna have a job by at the end of this. If they're still gonna get exactly. like castings and stuff like that, he he's got to worry about that. And that's why there's not many series have come out and said what they've had to say. Like, mm-hmm. and it's so dumb because they're afraid. Oh, may, I may not. Have, they, 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 no, that's not the point. Look out for the future generation. Like, look out for the future people. Look at your daughter's future. Look at your son's future. Look at your cousins, niece, nephews' futures. Like, think about that. Don't think about yourself and be selfish. Think about mm-hmm. others and how they're going to be going through the struggle that you've gone through. Why would you want somebody to go through what you went through? What you going to say? I'm sure our parents didn't want us to go through what they've probably gone through. Yeah. What you going to say? But it's happened. You know what you're going to say? So only what we, right we can do is make sure that it doesn't happen to our sons or our daughters or to their grandchildren. Yeah. Like, that's not, like that just adds up to be a bigger success story in my eyes because it's like once we get that right, once we get what we've gotten out of this, we will be more happy. It will stop eventually. Like, deep that yeah. we are the grandchildren of the slaves, you couldn't kill. Then they couldn't kill. And it's true. And there's so many of us, they don't like it. That's what, there's more yeah. of us. There's more of us that have that same voice. There's more of us that are going <laughs> to do this. We're not afraid of you anymore. That's why when, it, when stuff happened three, four years ago, like you were saying, Kelly, people now have more of a courage and a voice to come out and step out. Mm-hmm. Because since George Floyd was like, um, Stephen Jackson's friend, who's, a, who's an NBA player, since he had a voice, the NBA got involved. LeBron got involved. All these NBA players got involved in America. Then you've got people in the UK that were in sports. So when footballers are playing matches now, Jalen Sancho had, his, had a George Floyd death thing under his, like RRP thing under his shirt for when he scored. And then when players, when teams are starting the game or before the game, they're kneeling before or even in training because they know that it's a bigger percentage with social media now. Social media wasn't as big as it was five, four years ago. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's, way, it's way bigger now. So since it's bigger now, we're all going to use it to get our right and get our justification mm-hmm. with, it, mm-hmm. with everything. Mm-hmm. And since now people just don't like it, since you don't like it, you See. are now trying to control us by saying, oh, what did Trump say about getting the, the, the guard? the National Guard involved, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. are getting the army involved. Like, you see how that's making it seem as if, like, he has to try and control humans within a country. What happened to human rights within our country? Like, come on, man. Mm. Like, it's just wrong in general. And the fact that people that are white don't understand is very frustrating. It's they very frustrating. They've never had, they've, they like, don't have black skin. They've never like, have to get, had to go through what we have to go through. Like, it's like, frustrating not, for me. Like, no, what I was going to add on to is, like, as black people, we're not out here to try and victimise you guys. And, and what we're trying to do with you, we're trying to get people to understand, to hear our cry. We're trying mm-hmm. to get you people out there publicly to hear our cry, our frustration, our, our, our spiritual, physical, mental bondage, 
of slavery and and inferior in um being inferior we want you to hear our cry when when um we want you to hear our cry when we we as people cannot walk down the street without either someone calling us something or arresting us for something that is very pointless we want you to guys to understand is that in a workplace in a workplace we're just the same as you just you're white, I'm black. You're Asian, you know, or you're from you're from wherever you're from. Like no one and this whole cry about all lives matter. We ain't saying we're not saying all lives don't matter. Every, of course, every single life on this earth matters. We're not saying that. What we're trying to say is realize as well, black lives matter just the same as a white man's life matters. There's no difference between a white man and a black man. The only difference is the colour of their skin. I have exactly. the same heart. I have one heart like you do. I've got two lungs. I've got two eyes. You know, I've got two ears. Everything's the same. So don't look at us as don't look at us as what our ancestors were 400 years ago. Look at us as like you know what? This is a kind-hearted man who will probably do good in this world. No one is saying black people are are are, are innocent. Are they, oh. Like we're not innocent people. You know, black people are not innocent, white people are not innocent. Yeah, people do stuff, you know, that are wrong and is illegal, but don't then use that as a way to then be like, you know what, he's a black man, get on him. That's not what we want. We want you to treat us and give us the same dignity, dignity and fairity out there to be like, you know what, fair enough, I hold my hands up, not pin me to the ground and kill me before I even have my say. <clears throat> I also feel like as black people, we like we deserve the same opportunities as white people do as well. Because say when it comes to jobs and stuff, having a name that's not deemed um, normal, like have say I'm just going to use a Nigerian name for example, that makes it ten times as harder to get a job because like employees are going to look at your CV and like be like oh that name's a bit too ethnic for me. I'ma just go with Jack or Harry or Bob. Mm. Like, I feel like as white people, white people need to understand their privilege. And once they do that, we can all like, I sound sick. We can all like be equal. Cause we're not equal. Mm. We're not. Like, yeah, but there's like we're equal, not. they will talk about equal diversity, but we're not equal. We're not. Um, we're not equal. We all need to like, as I don't want to keep saying white people, but like white people need to recognize their privileges because it all stems from them. That like, once they understand that, we can all work together to create equal positions. Did I make sense? I don't know if I did. No, you're no, making sense. sense. You're making. You're making. You're making very good sense. Like you're making, um, your words, your words are just not coming out. But it's, like, yeah, it's they're not coming out right. And another thing to add to that, yeah, our outcry is not just for today. It's not just for today. It's for today, tomorrow, and beyond. We're not just doing it just to get the riots out of the way or the looting out of the way or the protests. Like, we're doing it for the for our kids, our kids' kids, and their kids, and so on. I want to be able mm-hmm. to live. I want to be able to you know, wake up in a world where I'm like 90, 100, whatever I am, yeah, and to hear, you know, 
to, to have good positive things between black and white people. Not another case of not another case of twenty I'm down twenty eight and it's like there's another there's another process or there's another looting of, of black lives. Matter. I don't want to keep hearing that no more. Mm-hmm. I think like that like like I'm gonna tell people a story like my brothers, both my brothers are American citizens. They were born in America, yeah. they've experienced that American lifestyle in it. So what scares me and what makes me kind of happy at the same time is imagine my brothers wanted to go back to their to their homeland, wanted to make a living there, you know, play football, get a job there. Like my brothers are seventeen and fifteen, and those are both ages where they can easily be killed. And it's scary to think if my brothers were over there and I'm here for me to get a phone call saying, "Oh, police have arrested and killed your brothers." Like it's crazy to think that. That's why I'm kind of blessed like they live here. And things like that, and they're not in that situation for many young kids, many young teenagers, yeah. young adults going through that right now. As grateful as we are, we like being in the UK, we should be happy the police are, are not allowed to carry guns. Yeah, like I'm not going to say they're the same because police brutality still will in the UK, but we should just be grateful they're not allowed to carry guns. I feel like the situation there would be exactly there would be the same situation here mm-hmm. um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it to the uk to like, to like the uk crime like the uk kind of racism now um yeah with, with, with the uk racism yeah I've, I've i've been i've heard a lot of people saying oh the uk ain't racist or the uk is not as racist <laughs> that uk police officers they're nice they're kind of listening to you i'm gonna I'm going to stop that right there. I'm going to tell you now, the UK is is just as bad. The racism in the UK is just as bad as the US. I've seen exactly. like, like a young black, being a young black man in the UK, specifically London, I'll, I'll emphasize London, is in your lifetime as a, UK, as, as, a, as a UK citizen, you're black, you're born here. Something that goes, that have, has to happen to you is a stop and search. Mm-hmm. And and like for like I'm not this is not me trying to I'm not a racist but if a man that's not black let me put it that way if a man that's, if a man that wasn't black had a very nice car you know um he's modified it he's you know he's made it look very nice and he's got his own number plate if they saw it was a white guy driving it they wouldn't stop it they wouldn't. If, if it was a black guy now, if it was a black guy now that was that was doing that, he put his foot down on the engine, was revving it, and things like that, and he was playing loud music. If he was playing loud music, they would stop him. Oh, I need to do a stop and search. I need to, I need to see what's in the car, blah blah blah, things like that. And because now the the black guy is getting a bit, he's getting a bit annoyed because he's thinking, oh, why have you stopped me? I'm a, I'm a law-abiding citizen. He's gonna get, mm-hmm. he's then gonna get. A bit annoyed, and then that's when, for me, the UK, the UK cops then intervene and be like, "No, he was resisting, he was resisting arrest, and um, things like that." And that's that's always the excuse: is resisting arrest. So I have, I have to cuff him, I have to pin him to the ground, or I have to taser him. I saw. Um, oh, sorry. No, carry on, please, carry on. Um, I saw this video like last night of um, there was one black boy at the start. And I think he was waiting outside Lidl to um, go in. There's no, yeah. Um, yeah. So then the police officer walks up to him and like the guy, another person's filming and then she cuffs him 
they cuff him and they take him over to the corner to like search him and stuff like that. And like the the guy was just waiting in line, like just normal, trying to go in to, like to do some shopping. And it was totally unprovoked. The guy was filming, and the guy was um the boy who's been arrested was he was a black boy to be precise. He wasn't like arguing or anything. He was just standing there letting the police officer do what he wants. And the guy was just like, why did you have to cuff him? Mm. Like, if with a stop and search, you don't have to cuff the person unless they're resisting. Yeah. And like, the, that's the law. Like, do you like correct me if I'm wrong? Do they cuff people during like stops and searches? A stop yeah. and search, when it occurs, they should only arrest you on if you have anything on you. They shouldn't okay. arrest you or cuff you within suspicion. I would just say, so if you are cuffed, you have every right to get that badge number and get that yellow green ticket that, yeah. that you're supposed to get. Because it's happened to me. I've been something certain. I've been cuffed. I've been frisked. It's probably, it's a, a shit feeling. It's a shit feeling. I'm just happy mm. it's ever happened in front of my friends, somebody I'm with, like relationship-wise, because that's demoralizing more in front of people and they, and they can't help you. I'm just say yeah. I'm just happy it was just me by myself. If that makes sense. Because yeah. when you're by yourself, you can take it in and be like, okay, calm. I understand what happened. I can do more so they know the knowledge of what happened. But if people are there with you, it's going to hurt them the same way it hurts us to see George Floyd being killed. Especially if he was just by himself. Nothing of this would be happening right now. What should I say? Yeah. Deep it. Because anytime this happens, we feel pain. Because we know how it feels. If you've not been through it or not, what should I say? We know the pain. Like, and our parents will express that pain as well. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna happen. And the one thing for me, obviously, I'm mixed race, yeah? So yeah. it's like, but I, I, but I identify myself as a black person. I don't identify myself as mixed. Didn't know. Just for, I feel like I stand more towards my black culture than that, right? That like I am black. I don't look at a mixed race guy and say that he's white because he doesn't look white. That's not the color of his skin. God made him to be another complexion of being black because he is mixed yeah. it doesn't mean he can't follow his white culture but he's just not white i'm just gonna say we're not seen as white people like i've been stopped and searched accusing of of a robbery and i asked them what's the description of the person they always say like one time they were like it's a black guy that's five foot eight and has short hair i'm six foot and i and i have very long hair and and when they show me a picture of the guy I was like, do I look like the person in that photo? Let me just say. So I knew they wasn't just doing it, just for that reason. They were doing it to prove a point to me. Yeah. The fact that yeah. I can't walk around scot-free, basically. Let me just say. And that's so annoying. And when I've had conversations with my, with my white side of the family, they hate the topic because they know that they're wrong. They know that they're wrong in some sort of way. They'll come and try and control the narrative of me using the N-word. You cannot control a human being of what they want to say. You can't say to somebody, oh, I don't feel like you should say the N-word. You're not black. I don't like it when some black... I've cut them off at my life because I don't like what they say. They used to say, why would you prefer to be choose the black side over the white side? Imagine hearing that whilst growing up. Imagine hearing that from the ages of 8, 9, 10, 11. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you're trying to accuse me of being me, basically. You're accusing me of being who I am. It's not my fault God made me this way and wants me to be this halfway and I follow my belief and whatnot. 
Yeah. I respect my black ancestors and their culture to stand up for them now. So if I've got a voice, knowing that my children will most likely go through it, I'm going to do that. Because I know my mm. children are not going to be white. I know that my children are going to be more likely to be black. I'm just saying, well, that's good. That's what's going to happen. So I'm going to stand up for their right and my right as a black man. So I don't like it when I have a conversation with my mom and she feels uncomfortable to talk about it. Or she'll be like, oh, you don't need to teach me about about the cult, about the history. Like, I already know the facts. I was like, but you do not know the facts. And I've told her many times you don't know the facts. Because if you knew the facts, you wouldn't talk to me a certain way. You wouldn't tell me to turn that shit down if I'm playing soca, bashment, dance hall, Afrobeat. You wouldn't say, turn that trash off. You wouldn't say, oh, don't do certain things because you bring attention to yourself. Don't dress a certain way. And you say, mm. if I'm wearing a night tech fleece, oh, why are you wearing clothes like that? You'll be like, it's very frustrating for me because it's like, why am I hearing negativity from my own parent with my own color of my skin or my own culture that I'm doing? You know what I'm saying? It's not my fault I prefer this type of music. It's not my fault that I like this, I like that. So when people want to say mixed race people, some, like, people say they don't have a say. We 100% do have a say. It depends where you stand with your black culture. If some mm. black mixed race people don't stand with their black culture so firmly and they don't say anything about it, to me, you're being disloyal and you're betraying your ancestors in some sort of way because at the end of the day, you still have black in you. Despite of you being mixed, you still have black in you. You still have that color of your skin on your on you, like on you, your chest, your feet, like everywhere. Like your hair yeah. the same type of way. Don't you see? So it's so frustrating for you to follow a hairstyle or a culture, but then you don't believe in what we're doing to get that right. But if it happens to you, you're gonna be like, yeah, I want to make change. It shouldn't have to be a thing where it happens to you for you to see the change. You should. You want to make that change. You want to make everywhere mm. within your society. Like exactly. that's how that's how it's supposed to be. So for when I speak out about it, I'm so happy that all my friends understand where I come from because they know I don't see myself as mixed They know I, yeah. I, I don't identify myself as a black person. When I apply for jobs, I don't put mixed race, I put black Caribbean because yeah. I know I'm not, like mixed race, is, it's, it's a race, but it's not a color of skin. You can't say that I look mixed race. What is color of my skin? You'll say light skin, but light skin how? The color of my skin is a different complexion of a black person. There's, the black, there's black people that look like me who are fully black. Don't you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not going to see a white person that has my complexion of skin. Just because a white person is tan or looks beige does not mean that's the color of their skin. They're most likely Caucasian. Yeah. They're most likely have European in them. Don't you know what I'm saying? That's how they're going to be. Simple. Mm-hmm. So, I, so for me, it's hard to say. When I don't talk to certain people from my white side of my family, I told them why. I've told them why. They've been racist towards me and I don't accept yeah. it. That's this is disrespectful. So now I'm yeah. standing for my right and I can talk to my mom about it. She's even posted stuff on it. If my mom wasn't posting anything about this whole situation, I would be so more pissed than I am now about the whole thing. It's like even my own mom that's in support, even though she went through a whole situation with a family with my dad, going through the nineties and early two thousands where racism was still happening and people wasn't accepting multicultural relationships. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. So I know the pain that she had to go through whilst going through that. So it'd be very confusing for me to see some white girls that don't support that black culture from their man and their, and their children. Because there's some white girls that are like that. There's some white girls that yeah. won't support their black husband or their black boyfriend or their black friends. I've seen white people not post on their story about any of the situation. I removed them off Snap. I unfollowed them on Instagram. Because why are you not speaking? When you've known us from secondary school, sixth form, uni, and you don't want to help speak about it when you know 
what we're going through. You know how hard it is for us at our own age. And that is so frustrating to see people that you know, they've known for a very long time, that you can have discussions about race within schools, it happens, within even outside of school, and they still don't want to help make a change. Do you know how pissed off we're all going to be? But even at Kent, on the football team, there was a guy that did the George, why was the George with the knee thing with his, with his friends? And then he came out and started saying, oh, I was drunk, da 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 Fam, just because you are drunk, you have, the, you have the capability within your body to know what's right and wrong. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You can throw up, you can piss on the floor, anything like that. You can pass mm-hmm. out. But to do an action that just happened is not unintentional. You meant to do it. It was not an mm-hmm. accident. It was very intentional. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And like, I think I got arrested for it. Because I know there was no, two... There was, was it the same two, one? It was a different one. I saw that, then two got arrested. But I want that guy to be arrested. I don't care about his apology. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that he's on the football team, I don't know if that's on that football team. I know if uni comes back and it's on campus, they are going to fuck that nigga. They're going to fuck him up. They're going to yeah. rush him. And I'm not going to be a person to stand by. I'll, I'll completely watch. I'll even join him because that is disgusting. It's the same way as that guy in Minneapolis came out of a barren arrow. That's the kind yeah. of same way. But it's just on social media. This is on Snap. You know hella man are going to see it. Just yeah. as you post it on your little private story, who's in your private story? Your black friend. So who are you to be doing that, please? Because mm-hmm. who, no, because who are you? Because that's showing that people that are our age that will act like that still. And do you know how troubling that is? People that are our age that grow up within a more multicultural society will still act like that. Mm. I'm trying to say it. So I blame their parents. I blame the people that teach yeah. them how to be a certain way. You can teach but racism this, within a school. But mm-hmm. this, um, sorry, like this, so you said about their parents. Do you think, yeah, like this is a question. Do you think that the older generation, the generation before us, are the reason to blame for this? Yeah, racism yes. always 100%. starts at home. Racism starts at home. Like just because they teach race. They echoed teach racism in school. That's one's bullshit thing. You teach the basics of racism. When is Black mm-hmm. History Month? Why do you think there's only one Black History Month? Because the government that is white includes the schools to make that Black History Month. They don't want them to know the history of what Black people went through. Because if they knew you know the facts, they wouldn't act the same damn way. And they know it for facts. And they know that for sure. Because they know it's not going to happen. Funny fact, at my secondary school, we didn't even do Black History Month. So really? Says a lot, because I was, I thought we did, but then I was like asking all my friends, and like, no, nope, never done anything. We never did anything for Black History Month. So some students don't even have that month for, that have that month for the, themselves where they can learn, and that's yeah. why I feel like. Oh. No, Karen. So no, Karen, Karen, Karen. I was gonna talk about the education curriculum, like yeah, that's, they, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's hella whitewashed. It's so whitewashed. We only learn about the Americans, the Nazis. Nothing ever to do with the black people that helped build this country after World War Two. The only like, thing I can say, only thing I can say about history, they taught us about how Jewish people were, yeah. And I'm so thankful yeah. they taught us about how Jewish people were, because Jewish people is a cult, but also no Jewish people is a race as well. It's a religion and whatnot. How far they are. You see how Jewish people are, yeah. Jewish people, they, they built themselves back up from everything. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. they have more money within themselves. This is what we're trying to do and make our point. 
We just want the same opportunity as the Jewish people can get. Because you see these Jewish people, yeah? They are, not all Jewish people are rich, but they, we know that they're rich, but they're rich, they have money. Don't you know say We just want to build a foundation within our group, within our race, to have the same opportunity within our people. When LeBron James made a school, he built a school. You deep it. He's a basketball player, and he built a school for children in his hometown to get the same opportunities mm-hmm. as as people as when he did it when he was younger because he it was harder than the times. So the fact that he's doing that, he's built a school. It's been open for nearly two years. You see that kind of change that he's trying to make. That's what all black people should be trying to do. But some black we people did, don't. Want, no, no, no. Exactly that. We oh. we are doing that, but they, we need to have more people that have that kind of mindset. We need more people that want to build a foundation that the, that the Jewish people have done. Because if we have our own foundation, no race or white person can say shit about it because we built it. It is ours. You cannot control what is ours. When you, uh, when you buy something, yeah, can uh-huh. somebody take it away from you and you can't, and when you ask it back and they don't give it back to you, what are you going to do? You're going to mostly violently try and get out of their hands or tell them again to, get out, to give it back. Because yeah. that is your asset. That's your asset. If you have a mortgage on a house and you've, and you've missed the payment, what the person is going to say? So either pay it or it's going to go. It's going to go yeah. if you don't pay it. So if you keep having your own asset within yourself, within a race, we're going to be bigger. And I'm so thankful Jay-Z and Kanye West are now billionaires because we can now see what they're going to do. Jay-Z now is part of the NFL in some way. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? A rapper who came from nothing is now part of a sports foundation. The, the biggest foundation within American sport is the NFL, apart from the NBA. So the fact that he's doing that and has a say in it, it shows how how things have changed within hierarchy, within big organisations. You know what I'm trying to say? I, I saw on, was it, LinkedIn today, that a guy from Facebook mm-hmm. left the company because they was not supporting what was going on in, in today's society with what's happening right now. And yeah. when we and when I saw that, yeah, I was like, it was a white person as well. I was like, I'm actually so happy this person did this because who would stand for that? If you're working for a company that's not helping or encouraging the situation what's going on in this world, why would you want to work for somebody like that? Why would you want to yeah. work for somebody like that? Mm-hmm. If you're working for somebody that doesn't stand for what you believe in, why would you work for them? Why it's would like you work when, yeah. Now, why would you work for them? It's like when, how I say it, like when Kevin Hart did his documentary episodes on Netflix and he was coming out with all his gay tweets and whatnot, people with his organisation, with his production, were gay. So for him yeah. to try and speak out, he had to try and tell them, that's not who I am right now. This is how, this is how I am now. I'm not like that. If you're still that same person, homophobic, then people wouldn't work for him. You know what I'm saying? So why would I want to work for somebody that is racist? I work for Amazon, yeah? If I found out that, that Amazon billionaire who will be a trillion in the next two to four years was not helping the situation, do you think I'm going to work for him? I don't want your money. I have my pride. Mm-hmm. I'll have to leave a warehouse, my own job, just just to benefit myself and my practice. I know, why would I work for something like that? You know what I'm saying? It's like working for yeah. Starbucks, Game, yeah. Primark, H&M, top, all of these companies, and you know the top leaders that support this, why would you continue working for them? Why would you want to do that? You're selling um, a bad thing, and influencers are so fake. They're so, white influencers are so fake. The same on Instagram I saw today, that they were filming out, somebody caught somebody filming outside, outside a store, not saying anything, and then just walked away afterwards. Wasn't even yeah, talking about that. what was going on. I feel that. And it I was so that. annoying to the point where it's just like, you don't deserve the fame, the riches that you get if you're trying to disrespect what's going on just for because, your own clout. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is, yeah, she's going to put that pic on Insta now, and so many people are going to be like, oh, like, this is someone who's really actually supporting us. All she did here yeah, was get, she, she got out of her car, 
she got out of her car, she looked up at the board, yeah, but like this shop has been battered and everything like that. It's been battered, it's it's been looted, it's the whole the whole the whole thing in it. And she just took a picture and she got back in the car. Uh what she's gonna do, she'll put some filters in it, she'll put an effect, she'll put an insta and she'll probably get like twenty, thirty, five um K likes. She'll get loads of comments saying, This is what we stand for, this is what people need to see. And it's just and she's probably there uh, in her finger. She's probably thinking, listen, where's my check? I'm raking it in. Mm-hmm. Like, this is why, this is why I was going to say to you, um, I was going to come in and say, it, uh, this is a cry out here to the UK government as well. If anyone, like, if anyone in the UK government listens to this, like, please hear us when we say, put racism in the curriculum, in the in in the, in the religion, the history curriculum, in the whole, like make it make it make it make it something that, in in that Black History Month, make that History Month actually be history, not just propaganda and a way to get kids to do some little writing. Actually, teach them, make them make them reenact stuff. Black, yeah. get blacks and whites to actually be on opposite sides. And see how it is from a different perspective. Perspective. We need to. We need to make sure. Like I know there's been a petition going out. There's been loads of petitions going out, which is very good. It's good to see that people are getting involved and things like that. Um. But we need to make sure the, the government hears us and make sure that because the things that they say, if if younger kids here actually learn this stuff when they grow up, they're gonna they're gonna be able to be like, you know what, I was taught in school. To respect all races, not just one. Mm-hmm. And when 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 the little bits like that start, the little bits turn into big things. Because then they're teaching their kids, no, you know what? You don't go out. You don't go out, and you don't you don't you don't be racist, or you don't you don't look, you don't um what's the word? You don't judge a man by the color of his skin. So when that happens, when that happens, it, obviously it's going to take a long time. But if we start now. We, it can only get better. Yeah. And secondly, with all these companies that I'm seeing and these influencers, like these influencers, and you know, a lot, a lot of people, like people, have been talking on Twitter because when it was time for them to promote a gym um, DVD or 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 a clothing brand or something that will benefit them, when they were happy to do that, um. They were happy to do it. They were doing it 10 times a day. But when it now comes to, we actually need you guys to, we actually need you guys to come in and help us and, and push it out there that, you know what? Black people are getting treated wrong. There's an injustice between, they, they go silent. They go silent. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to pick on these influences, in it? Because I don't know what goes on in their life. But you can't sit there, guys, and be quiet. You can't be silent. You can't be silent. If you're silent, that gives us the indication that you don't care about us. You don't care about your black friends in the street. You don't care about the black friends that you go to the house and you play seasons. That means you don't really care about them. You're just there to entertain. You're just there to entertain. And I'm like, this is not me being against my kind, but please speak out. Please speak out. And something that I've kind of I'm gonna to lean towards more to. I'm gonna to be supportive of these black, black, like black-grown businesses. 
Like mm-hmm. I've always, I've always been, I've always been support, I've always been supportive of, of in, in terms of like the clothes, like in the, in the, the clothing, like the fashion industry, the likes of Trackstar. Like I'm gonna pick these guys up because of you know they've they've defied people. They've been there when probably racism was on their side. Like oh no, this is not gonna work for you, blah blah blah. But they've made it work. So the likes of like Trapstar and 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 Snow Diary, like and things like that, we have to big them up. We have to then we have to now show them that we we stand with them. We stand with them and things like that because of at the end of the day. I, I, this, I don't mean to sound rude, but it's like I, I rather put my money in a black man's pocket because yeah, that um, makes more sense. Uh, support black-owned businesses, or because if I put if I put my money in a black man's pocket, he knows full well the struggle that we've probably both gone through to get that. But if I put a like, like I said, I'm not a racist. I'm not racist. This is just in my opinion. If I put my money in a white man's pocket, if I put my money in a white man's pocket, yeah, he probably wouldn't even value me. Mm-hmm. He probably just think, oh, you know what? Cool, I'll take, I'll take your money. I don't really care. But if it's someone of his color, he'll probably big him up. I'll be like, you know what? Yeah, good work. I've made them because there's people out there. There's, there's, you know, there's people, there's white people that have come out and they've, they've, they've made their business boom. And you know they've collaborated with a lot of you know black black artists. They've you know they've worked with a lot of black people. So you know I'm not I'm not going to be like that. But we need to realize the the white oppressors that are not allowing these black businesses to grow. Sometimes we as black people need to come together and help them grow. It's like it's like planting a tree. It's like planting you know mm-hmm. plant, like planting something without the sun. Like the sun can be there, but without the actual water to to put in it to make it grow, it's not going to grow. And that's what we need to do. Otherwise, it's going to die out. And it, eventually, that's that's what happens. Like yeah. black businesses sometimes are kind of fooled it and stuff. Like they're not having enough people like promote their stuff, and eventually they have no choice but to, you know, to can't, like close that business or end that sort of thing. And I'm here to say, I'm here to tell people, don't do that. If you have something you want to, you know, put through, put it through. Put it through your black community first. Mm-hmm. Put it through your black community first because they will push it for you because they know you've had that struggle. They know for what you've had that struggle. And they will big it up more than anything. I've seen so many tweets about um, threads and, like, supporting UK businesses or, like, just black-owned businesses in general and helping them out instead of putting your money into these big corporations because what have they done what have these big what have these big companies what have they done they've, i know they've put their they've put their they've put their their poster out there saying we stand together but what have you actually but, done can we actually have a conversation about um what um tuesday like the blackout thing like what did you guys think about that um, that was brilliant that was the best thing that could have happened because when you see these people on Instagram and these big organizations, they're going for their Twitter feed. They're saying all the mm-hmm. stuff back. You can use Nike as an example, yeah? Now it's really going through their Twitter, they go through their goddamn feed thinking, why are so many black screens? Yeah. That's a white company, fam. They're going to notice everything. They're going to notice when change is happening. They're not oblivious to this situation. They know it's yeah. happening. They yeah. know about it. So when I was on Instagram, I was so happy to see 
just a black screen. I didn't want to see no poll from I'm just bait or these damn goddamn shop, these goddamn things on my account. All I want to see was a black screen on my phone as if I was about to unlock my phone. That's what I wanted to see because it just shows how much power we have within social media and it's going to continue. It's never going to mm. stop. And, and I'm proud of our generations for doing that because more time would it have happened 10 years ago. No, because there's no social no. media. But yeah, like, it wouldn't happen. And we're more together now and we all stand on the same ground. People didn't have this opportunity to have their point of view because they just stood on different terms of views of what to do within this society and, and what's going on. Now we're all more open-minded and come together to fix the situation. And that's the best thing um, to do. I've got to play devil advocate again. I, I felt like with the whole blackout thing, it was a social trend. People were just posting their black screens, hashtag, mm-hmm. I, hashtag um, Black Tuesday, hashtag Black Lives Matter, which wasn't the point. Like, when I, when I saw these black screens, I went to look in your bio. There's nothing there. You're posting this black screen for what? Because it was, you're, po- you're posting this black screen for what? For what reason exactly? Like, do you even know what's going on? Or did you just see your friend post it and you're like, oh shit, let me do the same. Otherwise, people are going to think I'm racist. Yeah, but I just no, felt I understand, like it was... I understand where you're coming from. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It really makes sense because but more time. I... That's where gone. No, I was just like, I put there were so many links. Like, it was the people that had been quiet all week. That's when I was just like, oh wow. So I've been posting these things on my story for how long? And the di- on on a day on like just this one day after a week after um george's death here's where you want to put like after put words of affirmation and stuff like that when you were literally just doing whatever you're doing like you're posting your picnics posting your beach trips but on this one day is the day you choose to show support Mm. like and people can't tell me they haven't seen what's going on because it's been all over social media and I just felt like a lot of people were ignorant and I didn't agree with the Black Art Tuesday thing because I didn't see no petitions. I didn't see no donation websites. All I just saw was a black hand and a white hand holding hands, no to racism. That's not doing fuck all. I'm so sorry for my language, but that is not doing no, fuck it make, all. No, it makes sense. It actually makes sense. Because if we're going to do more, we can always do more. But the fact yeah. that we're doing so much more really, now, I'm really. proud. But we're all, but it's the thing is, if, if they're not going to listen, it's going to fuel us even more to do more. Whether it's physically with violence or to do more with peace and petitioning. Because we can go back yeah. to Malcolm X, uh, Martin Luther King, how they died, assassinated. One was killed at their home. One was killed when they were doing a conference towards black people. I was going to say yeah. um, And you will never know the death of white. The raid was from police, fam. When Malcolm X died, yeah? Police. Other one, he was assassinated within his own home. You are saying that's just a suspicion. Obviously, before he was obviously killed, there were threats made to him of, of, of people wanting to kill him. You know what I'm trying to say? But he knew not to listen to that. He knew he needed to get what he had to say. And we're thankful that he had, had that I have a dream speech. Because imagine if he didn't have that. Imagine if he didn't have that person to say that. Um, sorry, do you know what's crazy about that? Do you know, yeah, it after the sixth day, I think, I think this is, I read something when, when they killed MLK, 
and then they did six days of writing is when they passed the act. So it, it does, what, what you're saying is right, what it does show is that if we stand up as, as one, we come together as one, we process as one, we, we post out there as one, things do get done, things happen. Like they have to listen. They can't just ignore it, they have to listen. But carry on. But no, like when people bring up certain things like, these guys were speaking so much truth like, cause we, they knew that they were a threat. Like yeah. for me, Tupac was a threat to the whole government. Cause he was getting mm. people to listen from the truth. And to this day, I'll do, I still do not believe that this guy is dead. People can laugh and joke about it, but I do not believe he is dead. I do not believe you get shot on a Las Vegas strip. The Las Vegas strip is so busy, it's like Oxford Street. Imagine somebody yeah. getting shot on Oxford Street and you do not know who killed that person. You do not know if that person's dead. What should I say? So for mm. them to, and then when they had that one suspect, apparently that saw him, that one suspect out of the hundred people that were on that strip that night, he died two weeks later, and that's sort of a, a suspicion. Did we see the body of Tupac? No. Did we see the funeral of Tupac? No. So how are you trying to tell me that he's he's dead? Oh, what? Just because you say so? Because the media's controlled by white people. The media is racist. The media controls everything. So you really think he's dead? No. Mm. Do I believe that Shugnat snakes him? Hundred percent. Mm. People wanted him dead because they knew he was getting somewhere, and the fact that he was twenty-five. And he's, he's been in movies, he's been advertising, he's been to jail, he's made record-selling record deals, and he got people to listen from all races. The government knew he was a threat because he was bringing people together. Yeah. The same way it is now. The fact that the government doesn't know what's happening is because the death of has brought more people together and they don't want people together. They want to individualize people and make them feel like shit. The yeah. same way slavery was treated 400 years. They want us mm -hmm. to feel like that. That's how they want us to be treated. You actually have to take in 400 years. Do you know how long a year is within one year of how we live our life? Imagine 400 years of shit happening to you. Imagine you could live for 400 years. Imagine how much shit. Do you know how much scarred, mentally broken down you're going to be, apart from being mm -hmm. physically broken down? We're already mentally and physically broken down from hearing about it, from seeing it. So I don't understand why some white people can't understand that, that, that aspect. You can't, like, you can't understand it. You only understand it is if, if you go through it. You only understand if you're told to be doing X, Y, Z, and you can't speak up because you're going to get whipped or you're going to get shot or you're going to be killed because you mm. have a voice. You know what say? So the fact that we've had human rights, we got in what, the 80s and 90s. We got that. So deep when it comes to 2090 or 2080, it'll be 100 years from we've had human rights. From and that's come a long way. So when they're trying to take away our right now, especially from our president, who gives a less of a fuck than anything else, if if black people were on their ledge and Trump had all the fucks in the world, he wouldn't give them it. He would not give them a fuck for them to survive. Hands down, he wouldn't do that. Because he knows what's best for his country is to treat people how they've been treated for the longest time. When Asian people are seen as terrorists, when they're really not, in my eyes, then mm. he's still trying to push that barrier. He's still trying to portray Mexicans as bad people by building a wall, saying you can't come in. He's making this stereotype bigger, and since white supremacists support him, it's gonna make it seem like it's true. 
It's going to make for people think, oh, yeah, this is the right way to think. This is the right way to handle people that are this color. This is why police people, da 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 da. When police, I think, came out last year of who they should target in, was it the NYPD that came out? They said to target black people, Latinas, and the white people right at the bottom. You see how they make you target certain people. So I don't like when people get at certain black police officers because some of them are trying to make a change. Some of them are trying to make a change within that department, within that whole society of, of police force to make them realise and notice that this is wrong. They're not snaking. They're not selling themselves out. You can hate police. Don't hate the black ones. Don't tell them that they're selling out. Because they, they are, though. That's not that. I have seen no. videos of black police officers engaging in police brutality. Okay, like, but they, okay, police. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying all black police officers are going to be saying. Some obviously are twisting their head to continue to do that, or if that's how they see things within the world. But if I was a police officer, I know I've not sold that. I know I'm trying to make a change within mm. my society and culture because mm. I know that's the right thing to do. Because um, I don't want my kid to be stopped and searched. I don't want my friends to be stopped and searched. I don't want my wife or whoever, anyone in this world to be stopped and searched because of the colour of their skin. Because that's going to make them feel like shit. That's going to make them feel like disvalued within the world. They make them question them. themselves. It's, them. it's going to scar them. It scarred us. It scarred me. Because it made me think, what have I, it made me think, what have I done wrong? You know what i say? What did I do wrong? What was wrong with me walking like, across the street? What, what, you know what i say? It doesn't make sense. And it's like, very frustrating. Like, I saw a thing that said, yeah, Someone said, oh, if a white man walks past me and I've got a nice watch on, yeah, I've got a nice watch, yeah, I will show it off to him to know that I'm part, I'm part of this world. But um, if a black man was walking past me, I'll hide it because I'm afraid of what it would do to me. Do you know how, do you know how mad in your head that, that makes a black man feel to, to, to think, yeah, you think it because we're black and we see jewelry or we see something nice, we're just going to take it. That has a very negative effect on the brain and people need to realize this like you you i'm walking on the street now i'm walking on the street and you're crossing the road you know how that makes me feel but then mm -hmm. if it's a white person you're more than happy to stand there with them and talk you want to talk about this you want to talk about that but because but because of, i'm a black man and i could be a threat it's really People need to understand it. The things they say and the things they do and the things the way they act around us, it does damage us. We then people then black people then become let me use the word they, 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 they then become slaves to what they believe in. So imagine being so imagine learning about slaves and then you you've had that lifestyle or you've had that You've had that wrongdoing to you so much. You have been a slave in your own man. You think, you know what? I am inferior to the white man. I think like that. It's very scary to think. It's very scary to think. And people need to wake up. You need to wake up. To no, it's because I've, the thing is, yeah, when I walk across, if I'm in Canada and I walk and I see a fed car, I always turn back a couple of times. Not being paranoid. Not being paranoid. It's because I don't want to be stopped. That's yeah. the only reason. Yeah. I do not want to be stopped. And the fact that I have that, that's, a norm within how I think, which is so messed up, that sh it should scare me, to be honest. But the fact that it doesn't scare me is because I know how to stand my ground and I have to communicate with them to know what I'm going to do and what I'm going to say. I know I'm going to record the conversation that's going to happen within the interaction I'm going to have with them. So I've learned from experiences. But the fact that I have to watch my back when a cop car comes by or I see one from far, 
I know I have to be careful. I can't do certain shit. You know what I'm trying to say? It's going to seem like I'm doing something wrong. And I don't want to give them the opportunity to say, oh, you were doing something when I knew I wasn't doing anything wrong. And that causes an argument. And that causes something that leads to something else. And I would never want that to happen. So the mm. fact that I have to even be so precautious when I walk across the street is a scary thing to say. It's a scary thing to anybody to think. Because that's how we're going to feel. And that's what they want us to feel, as if we're being controlled and monitored by them at every time or every corner. And that shouldn't be the case. And they're never going to understand that. They will never no, understand never, that. Never. No they will that. never understand that. So I don't want this movement to stop until we get what we want. I do not care about these officers. Go to jail for more than 50 years. That should be it. More than 50. Even, it should be life to be honest. But if it's not more than 50, if it's 5 to 12 years, when they come out, they're going to be protected. Almost likely, when people see them, they will be dead. They'll put them Simple. back into the job. They'll put them yeah. back into, into the system. That's what I'm saying. But for, us, okay. but, for us, but for us, if a black man goes to jail, but when he comes out, there's no judgment. Oh, sorry, you're black. You've got a criminal gun. You got you got you got a criminal. Record. We can't we can't take you in. How are we how are we gonna explain to people? Hi, this is this is Michael. He's he he was falsely accused of having drugs and things like that. Who's got who's who's gonna want to take you? Who's gonna want to take you? But but if it's a white person, if it's a white man now, if it's a white man. Ah, oh, it's all right. He probably didn't do it anyway. Full conviction. You know what? You know what? No one has to know about it. And that's actually what happens. That's what mm-hmm. they actually say. All right, don't worry. Oh. No one's gonna know about it. It, it. it can be between us. But when it's a black man that does it, they're more than happy to spread it across the world, across social media. Okay. He's done this. He's done that. They want to make sure that they they know it. That they've 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 that like they want to make sure that they know that the black person has done this. They always oh, label them as thugs and they use the worst photos of them because I saw the face. And Mark Duggan, they used the photo of him holding his daughter's memorial picture and like they just cut, they cut it out and they used just the bit where you couldn't see the memorial thing and like he looked very aggressive and they used that picture and the plastic everywhere. Mm. No, I just want to say the most influential culture, personally for me, like I'm not. This is not even me being. It's not even me being biased. The most influential culture gets the worst backlash, and we go through the the most trauma, the most abuse through society. So how can it? How is it here that we, as the most influential, the most diverse culture, is being labelled as the worst? And you know, like, that's really. Like I'm saying all these like quotes and things here for people that listen to understand. I'm I'm not trying to say that I'm better than you, but you see what we've got. Instead of you to work with us to make everything better, you want to be one up, just so you can say, you know what, I'm better than this guy because he's black. Don't have to be like that. We can come together and we can make this world a better place for everyone. Not for the not for a white man. Not for black men, but as one, as men and women, no color. That's it. That's it. But it's gonna take a lot of time. And what what we're what we're starting now, this this is for me personally, I call this a revolution. This revolution we're starting now. It we have to keep this up. We can't just keep it one social media trend for the next two weeks, because in two weeks time, Corona is gonna be done, and everyone's allowed to go out. Everyone's going to their parties and stuff. Keep it going. Make sure you're, 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 you're doing your bit of donation by putting information out there that someone probably didn't know that they can use. 
if you want to, if you genuinely want a clean heart, like you say you do, okay, you know what? No one said you can't post stuff on social media, but what, with the social media thing as well, make sure you're acting upon what you say. So if you put some, if you put something, oh, donate here, make sure you donate, you have donated first before you then say, oh, donate here. Mm-hmm. And like one of the things I wanted to talk about is um, Virgil. Um, anyone that don't know Virgil, he is he is off a white. yeah he is the owner of Off White and he runs um, Louis Vuitton's menswear. Yep. And basically, he put on his story. I think it was his Instagram story saying how he donated fifty dollars to the fifty dollars. The cheapest thing on his website is a. It's a phone case that's on sale that costs fifty dollars, and it's just crazy. Imagine someone of like there's probably people less richer than him who are probably donated a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, mm-hmm. twenty thousand, but he wanted to donate fifty dollars. Like, see, this is this is what this is another thing as well. You want to you as a black man say, oh. We need to make sure the black man is equal. We need to we need to make sure we're putting in the maximum effort. You of all people should be setting example to these white people. I'm sorry, yeah. With with my money, with my money, with my influence in the world. Because let's not be honest. Apart from him being a fashion icon in the world, you know, he's 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 known throughout the whole world for like you know his DJ sets, he, you know his collaboration in 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 film production and things like that. This is, this is not no, like, Virgil Abloh is not no small guy. This is no small guy we're talking about. This is a guy that probably has, you know, loads of people, loads of people buying his stuff all over the world, from, from the US to Japan, from the UK to, to Australia. So for oh. him to do that, for him to just post $50 and say, oh, look, I've just done this, you're making he's making us black people look kind of stupid he's basically saying but he's been doing that he's been doing that um i saw this it's true he's been doing that sorry continue it's um like they show like all the people who work for um off-white none of them are black none of them are black so you would think as a black man you'd want to bring your people up with you all these employees are white I just feel like that guy just mocked it with the donation. He just mocked it. Because it's basically trying to say that's that's how much you're worth, basically. Cut all the money that you have. That's how much you're worth. I understand when there's certain rich people that don't have a, a certain amount of the, the sort of disposable income to bring out, to, uh, to contribute as much as they want to, but there's some like a large enough donation. The fact that he made $50 just took the piss. You're basically trying to say that's how much this that that's that's how much that's how much we're worth, and you're one of us. Mm-hmm. Like, just like how sickening that is to even see or even to hear, because when people be talking about it, it's not great. Mm-hmm. It's not a good look. So it makes us look bad. He makes us look bad, as in then a white person say, "Oh, so he's so rich. Why can't he contribute more?" That's what they're gonna say. Simple. That they can say that, and they have a good example enough for it, and we can't say nothing about that because he's made that choice. And we can't defend that. All we can say is that he should have donated more. And it's facts, he should have donated more. I don't, if it was more. even 
even if it was a thousand dollars, that is a lot. That's a lot of money. That is a lot to help out. To me, that is a lot of money. I can't lie. Fifty dollars you can make in a day, you can lose it in a day. You know what I'm saying? A thousand dollars, you can grind a whole month of work and get a thousand at the end of the month. You can mm. grind for two weeks and get a thousand. You can get 50 in a day. You can make 50 in a day by trading with 2p or a pound. You can lose 50. You can spend 50. You can spend 50 pounds on shopping. You ain't going to spend a thousand pounds on shopping. You ain't going to spend a thousand pounds on your essential items. But so the fact that he's donated 50 mocked it completely. And I don't like that. And it's like, do you know what you have to say? You know what hurts me the most about that? He put it on his story, yeah. Because he never thought, oh, yeah, you know I what, I'm going to get... I'm... Yeah, he thought he thought by doing that, yeah, he was going to get some adulation. He was going to get people saying, you know what, this guy's a good man, he's doing this. He just made... He just basically proved the point of why we're inferior. He basically just... He basically proved the point of why... He has now um, that, um, said he's donated 20000 20,500. Yeah, but do you, know, do, you, do you know how silly that looks for him here to then have to reiterate and say, oh, I've, I've also done this. You shouldn't have to then be, I've done, you should be like, I did this. Not, I'm going to, yeah. I did. And it's just that, only that, sorry. And this is why we, like, we're talking about like, like, black businesses, we need to bring them up because then they will realise that when they, have, when they want to give out, when they want to give out, they're going to know they gave out from people who were in the same place as us. Like, look at us now, what we're doing. It's like, like, one day I hope it is to go big. And if someone came to me like, oh, if someone came to me and be, how you do this? I'm not going to, I'm not going to put that. I'm going to be like, listen, it's hard work. It's hard work. You know, you're going to have people who aren't always probably going to accept. They're going to be like, oh, you're wasting your time, blah, blah, blah. But then people waste them time saying I'm wasting my time. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. And that's how some of these black black businesses are gonna be. We need to beat them up because people like Virgil, I'm not gonna lie to you, he's lost in the source. He's completely lost in the source. Yes. I think he, I I feel like he's forgotten his roots. He's forgotten how he came up. Even in his um post uh, when everybody was calling him out. He used the black card on black people. He was like, I'm a black man or a dark black man, like dark, dark. And actually, let me see quick. He's like, yeah, he basically used the black card on us. I know this isn't about race. My parents immigrated from Ghana with zero dollars, blah, 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 blah. And I just felt like you, as a black man, should have done better. And I feel like he just needs to hire more black people in general. Because why are all your staff white? That is so true. That is so true. And I, I'm now seeing like everyone's calling him. Um, I, I heard some people calling Virgil 50 now. I'm just like. <laughs> like Virgil, she has a but this is, but this is But this is what I'm saying. People that are quick to do these memes here and are quick to call this guy. Are you quick enough to put it out there to go donate? Go and help. Go and do this. Like this is what this is what this whole thing is about to raise awareness. Isn't it? Like you're quick to do all these memes. You're quick to call out people. But when it's time for you to stand up for your color, your race, who you are, how quick are you going to be? You got know I me. Mean? How quick are you to sign this petition? Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. like how quick? How quick are you to act upon 
you know, your duty, like, for me, I see as, as a black man, it's my duty, it's my, it's, it's my, not, 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 like, I shit it, but it's my goddamn duty to push this forward and let people know we're not just going to sit down and allow this to continue. Like, we have said, people have said it, enough is enough. It's taken us this long to say it, but enough now is enough. And I feel like, see, with, this whole, with this whole corona thing, I feel like it has a played part in it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if, if this corona thing wasn't here, this probably, this probably wouldn't have happened. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't think it would have. But the fact that we're all out here, because um, black people are the most, like, have a higher chance of um, catching corona and dying from it. Well, mm. even though there's that um, possibility, we're all still out here protesting for what's right. And I feel like the government should do that and be like, okay, mm-hmm. we need to mm-hmm. make a change. And even the American government. Because, no, like, nobody's just going to come out of their house in the middle of a pandemic just to protest for something stupid. Like, it's definitely making an impact because even now, the three guys, um, the other three guys got arrested today or charged. Yeah. That's for the charge, I don't know what. But it's obviously having an impact. So I would always go to any, like, protests regarding for black lives because I want black people to have the best life they can have. Yeah. What do you guys, have you guys ever had any like in school have you guys ever had any racist experiences with like teachers and stuff like that yeah they would they would just like you know how people say black people are loud like they would put us in groups but they made sure that there was a diversity between us all which was good but the diversity Mm. we always knew is that you're gonna put people with certain people just not because of their friends. You're putting them together because you know you're trying to outcast them in some sort of way or shape or form. When yeah. we was in school, like, obviously, uh, in secondary, like, if we was banging a ball and we were talking with, like, white, like, obviously white people, we'd also, like, would you, like, white be black too? We'd say, that's just, like, a common, like, that's just a joke. It's obviously not a serious thing, but it's, like, within a classroom, within that primary, you could, you could tell that teachers wouldn't give the certain care to ethnic children. Like you can mm-hmm. tell they would give the same care to a a white boy to a black boy or to an being, Asian boy. Being being yeah. Being black in school, being black in school was you coming in with plaques or something, you coming in with plaques or something, and your your teacher says Amelia says you can't have that in here. Yeah. Why is that? Why um, am I why why am I not allowed to have plaques? Because I'm black. Or being being in my school, in my school, I'm not gonna bait them out before they try and come for me because <laughs> I don't know. But in my school, in my school, like my group was a very loud group. We were a loud group, and they separated us. Like they fully separated. They they said yeah, you 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 can only be with people from your own college because they they regarded us as thugs. Like they, 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 they thought, yeah, they thought we're, they fought in school. They fought, in, they fought in school. All we did was at lunch time and break time was just make, make noise. Like I had, a, I had, I had, I had an experience. I had an experience, and my boys listening to this here, they will know what happened. 
So obviously I went nights. I went nights for something. Obviously I've got my hair done out there in it, and I came back, and I was just sitting at black. And in my school, the bit we were sitting is very quite. It's a very open space. Like everyone is black. It's 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 basically like one U. It's like six tables. So obviously I had like long plaits. I had long plaits, man. And there was a girl laughing on the other side. There was a girl laughing on the other side. And she said to her friend, oh, why has that guy got um, twiglets on his head? You've got what, sorry? Um, a girl said to her friend, yeah, oh, why is, it, why is that black kid? Why is that black kid got twiglets on his head? Like, his head, oh. his, his plaques are like twiglets. And I was thinking to myself, like, my boys told me that. I was thinking to myself, like, this is crazy. Like, instead of you to ask me, oh, like, 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 what's, like what's going on with your hair? Out of it, I'd be happy to explain. But you wanted to make a joke out of it. You wanted to, you, you wanted to, you wanted to bring, you wanted to be a comedian and be like, oh, he's going to look in his hair. And things like that. Like my, listen, like, my boys were back this. And the girl, if the girl ever listened to this, I wanted to know you're a racist. So there you go. There you go. I'm not going to say the name. If you ever, if you ever do watch this, you're a racist. And God will punish you. God will punish you. But, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just like that's what that's generally what happened in school. But because it was funny, people were, people would be like, "Oh, it's funny." He'll take it. He'll take it as banter. I felt like in secondary school, we laughed. We laughed a lot of racist jokes off. Yeah, but then now you think about it, it's yeah. like, why? Why? That was not funny. Like, why? Yeah, that was um, Where did you guys? Know. Um, where did you guys like go to school? Are you were you both London or? Um, I went to um, three primary schools and one secondary school. Oh damn! I um, I I went to I so I lived in in South East London till I was ten eleven. Then I moved to Kent. So from year five onwards, I've been in uh, I've been to primary and secondary school in Kent from yeah, ten eleven. I, I grew up well. I grew up in London till like year seven. Well. Yes, yeah, then I moved to Yorkshire. So yeah, I think we've all have like different upbringing, upbringing, up there, yeah. different upbringings. But we all have like similar stories when it comes to racism. Like, yeah, like what she was saying. In school, we definitely took we definitely took a lot. We definitely took a lot for granted. Like, I feel like a lot of a lot of jokes, a lot of jokes that we probably saw, a lot of jokes that we probably saw as. They're just joking. Sorry like about that. In, in, in today's world, in today's world, if we had them same jokes, yeah, we probably want to thump the guy. We probably want to bang up the guy. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just mad. Uh, this is another thing of like, kind of like racism manipulation. The fact that you, you probably knew it was racist, but you kind of just let it slide because at the time you were being free. Like in my school, in my school. I was a minority. Like, lucky enough, you know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. Lucky enough, in my particular year, like when I, when I was growing up, we had a good selection of people. Like, we had a good selection of white, black, Asian. You know, a lot of mixed mixed cultures in it. But as the that. as the years goes on, yeah, best believe it. My brother went to the same school as me. In his year, he was the only black kid in his year. Damn. Deep, he was the only black kid in his year. He's the only one. Yeah. And for me, 
lucky enough for him, he didn't really experience any sort of racism. He didn't really experience that shit. Lucky enough. That I'm glad that he didn't. Like, and then obviously my other brother went to a school that's very diverse, but like there's a lot of black, a lot of black people, there's a lot of black people, there's a lot of colored people in that school. And obviously my brother, when he went, so I have two brothers. So when um my brother after me left the school I was in, I went to my younger brother's school. He said, you know what? I've seen, I've been to one school, I've been to another, and he's now seen how, he's now seen how mixing with having different cultures having different races all together can make a bigger impact he's now realized that yeah i feel like in some schools it's better to have that multi-diverse culture because so many kids can like learn off each other 100 percent. whereas if it's say because i went to those like it was mainly why it was like say like ten black kids, but we all didn't hang like some we all all the black kids didn't really hang out with each other, and like you could tell who like which ones were just like you know going with it because of the white kids or yeah or people who are actually staying to their roots. So yeah. I feel like schools definitely need to be definitely need to be more um culturally diverse because even now my secondary school, I see so many more black kids. But I'm so happy that they're having that diversity. Even yeah. my brothers go into that school as well. Yeah. Do you think? Do you guys think that there's racism in uni? Like that's because that's a big like like because like yeah, think but, about yeah, it. Isn't uni still part of the educational system? It's still gonna be racist in every yeah. education system from nursery, preschool, reception, year one, year two. You go from all key stages up until uni. There's racism. No, but what I'm it's saying racism. is, that you, what I'm saying is, you know how we're just talking about how in 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 secondary school you kind of saw racism, right? Like when when racist jokes sort of came up, you kind of laughed out of them. But now that you get to uni, you're a lot more educated. You're a lot more. Your brain is a lot more connected with the world and what's going on. Do you yeah, feel I don't like, tolerate it. I don't like, do you tolerate like, it. Do you, do, you, do you feel like you see? Do you think you see more at uni? Or do you think you see less because you know you don't tolerate it now? I think you see less at uni because you only really see the people that are on your course. That makes sense. Like, I haven't really experienced any racism in my uni or my course, so I can't really talk on the subject. Does that make sense? Um, my uni, actually, I went to the same uni as um, Kelly. Um, I don't know, Russ, what uni did you go to? Uh, Camp Christchurch. Oh, you so you go to Christchurch as well? Oh wait, we're yeah. going to say we're going to the same uni. Look at that. <laughs> um, so obviously we all went to the same uni. After IT, I didn't really, I never really experienced any. I didn't really experience any racism. The only, the only, the only bit of maybe the slightest bit of racism I saw. Actually, no, this is racism. Actually, the racism was when, when you're standing in the queue to get into the club. I know people, people, people that go to Canterbury here or have been to Canterbury they were club called club Kent, and i can tell you now the amount of times that they know my face they know i don't do like, i don't do anything stupid but the amount of time i see them search me i need to take all my stuff out but there's five white guys behind me but like, it's like oh they're waving them all in but then when it's the next black guy you want to search him you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. yeah 
and I reckon that 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 it happens in clubs a lot. Like I've seen. They, they seen, don't search. Sorry, they don't search I've, the white kids because. Yeah. Of course they don't. Of course they don't. And I've seen a lot of things where I've seen artists and 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 so like um influencers and just general black people not being allowed in because of the color of their color of their skin. Exactly. Like, and it happens a lot, especially in clubs in London. There's been so many clubs in London that have been criticised for not letting black people in because they were black and, and things like that. Like, it's really like, like, and to think, yeah, like some of these people that are not letting in here, these are people that have probably spent a lot of money, that probably make a lot of profit to their club. But now what they've done is they've now, dis- like, they've now tarnished their club reputation just because they didn't want to let someone in because they colour their skin. Yeah. Because like then I was going to go back to their fans and be like, oh yeah, I tried to go to this club last weekend, they didn't let me in. For their real. friend's going to tell a friend. Tell a, and then they start like, boycotting. the mouth? Honestly. And the thing is, the thing is, they don't think we'll boycott. We will boycott. If we'll you boycott. said to me, we'll if, you said to, if you said to me, yeah, that Nike didn't support this, do you think I went any Nike? No. Any Nike thing I have, I will burn happily. I'll burn. I'll burn. You know what you say? I won't wear it. Because wait, wait, how you wait, wait, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on. What do you say? Any, any Nike? If Nike wasn't supporting yeah. this, I wouldn't wear Nike. I wouldn't wear anything. If I've got Nike stuff right now, and it was happening right now, I would burn it. Because why am I wearing it? Why am I going to support support a company or invest or buy something from a company that doesn't respect a race? Doesn't make exactly. sense. Makes no sense. Like I don't wear Timberland boots. People forget that the owner of Timberland is a racist. You see the Timberland symbol of a tree. It's originally from lynching. That's why I don't wear Timberland boots anymore. When I was younger, I, I never did knew not the know reason. that. Like, I never knew the reason when I was younger. So when my aunties would buy me Timberlands, I'd be like, okay, come. They're actually not, they're come. They're nice shoes, you know. They're nice shoes. Yeah. But when I found out the reason, I just never bought anything that to do with that company again. When I see the store, I'm like, I would never wear. I would never step and trust that shop. When people said, oh, let's go inside Timbers, I'm like, I'll be waiting outside. And I'm like, why? It's a racist, it's a racist company. Why am I going to go inside a company that's racist? Like, it doesn't make any sense. That's it's like saying, it's like saying, going into, like McDonald's in Asia and it said no black people could come in. Like, what did I say? And the people were still buying McDonald's. I would happily stop buying McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, because it's fast food. You think I'm going to want to eat it? Fam, for, I could, for five pound a meal, I could buy a bag of chicken and rice and cook at home. And have mm-hmm. t- and I have my box, my have my what is it, containers for the next day. That's me done. Simple. What should I say? A big meal McDonald's is like buying rice, spaghetti, pasta, cheese, all that stuff, and it comes to that price. You can make a more of it, and it will last you longer. You think I want boycott? I come to a fast food restaurant. Mm-hmm. I, I would. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they're just on the house thinking people won't do it. They don't believe people do it. They think we're not gonna go through with what we're saying. Believe me when, when I say we're going to go through it, it's going to happen. It's not mm-hmm. going to stop. And the fact that they know we're not going to stop is a threat to them. They're scared. And the fact that they're scared is because they know they can't control us no more within the system. Yeah, I was hey, um, <laughs> I know what you're saying about like, boycotting like, fashion brands and stuff. One of the biggest ones that we've seen was, I think it was the Gucci campaign. Yeah, Gucci, um, yeah. And they posted a, I think they made a jumper with um, 
and it was in, it was in it was in the it was in a it was in a theme of um a Gollywood, I believe it was. Like, the thing is, I've never been in. The thing is, I don't have money to buy Gucci products. So while, like, even if I do in my lifetime become rich or wealthy, I wouldn't need to buy Gucci stuff to look like I have money. Like buying a Nike fleece makes me feel good enough. When H and M, Top Man, Primark, I can wear that. It makes me. I look as long as I look presentable. I just don't care. As long as I look presentable with my and comfortable with what I'm wearing, I do not care how much it costs. It can cost five pounds. I wear vests every day. I can wear vests in winter time, which will cost a pack of a pack of eight will cost two pounds from Primark. A pack of eight from Primark is two pounds. You know what I'm trying to say? So for me to get a vest, I don't get a vest from Nike. I don't get a vest. I'll go to Primark and get eight for two pounds. While she was spending fifteen pound on one vest, I get two. I can probably get three packs of price on one of what you're getting, and I have multiple more than you have from that one, and I'll have like twenty four. You see how that makes sense. People buy what they want, not what they need. People want to look like they have money. When I say people that have cars now, you don't need to have a car. You're wasting. You're, you're so dumb to buy a car now, as a black person, because it's like you get like if you get something such, it's wrong in its own justice. But save your money to build on your own project. Because if you have a car, all that money you're spending on a car for the V MOT insurance, the car itself. You could be saving for a business. Now I feel triggered because I'm actually saving up to buy a car. No, but it's like if you have a car, don't buy yeah. a car when you're not financially stable. Because mm. what happens if you lose your job? You can't pay for that car. That car, yeah. is, 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 that, that car is dependent on you to pay for you to even run that shit. If you have no insurance, you can't drive that. Even if mm. you do, and you get caught, you'll go to you'll get a ticket, or you you can go to lose your license. Basically, you know what I'm trying to say. Mm. Like, don't put yourself at a risk of losing money when you should be gaining money. When people say, ah, oh, like, about traveling, I will bump train anytime because I don't mind bumping train. I don't mind paying for it. I don't, I don't mind going on to London transport or any kind of transport to get where I need to go. Yes, it may take longer, but I'm saving money. Your car might have cost you 900 or over a bag. I don't think I've spent that much on travel in the last four years, to be truthful. And you're spending that one item for the last four years. Like, deep it. Mm. You can save money to build businesses for black communities within yourself and use it to inspire others to do more. If you're mm. a motivational speaker, you don't need a car. Use your platform and your money to make your project on Instagram. Use what bigger. God gave you. Use what exactly. God gave you. If God gave you a mouth to publicly speak, use that mouth. If God gave you fingers to type, to put something on social media that will influence a generation, a a a, a nation, uh, that will make a global impact. Use your fingers. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid of what people are gonna think about you. Don't be afraid of what how people are gonna judge you. Don't be afraid of what people are gonna say to you on the street. Listen. Don't be afraid of what people are gonna say to your face. Because at the same time, yeah, they say that to the face. Yeah, but who's making the impact? Who's making the money? Who's who's being successful? Who's fulfilling their dream? You are. They're too busy. They're too busy. They're too busy arguing about, arguing and complaining at you when they could be getting their money up. Do not be afraid to speak up. No one is going to. No. No one. No one is going to wrong you. No one is going to wrong you and say what you're doing. No one's going to judge you. And no if you care about their you. opinion, you're letting them win. Simple. If you care about somebody else's opinion, you let them win because it stops you from what you want to do. 
Like, it's simple as that. Always ignore the outside noise. I could give a less fuck what people think or what I say because I know I'm speaking as facts. If you come correct and you speak with facts, nobody can tell you that you're wrong. Nobody. You can't be wrong. Nobody. nobody can tell that you're wrong. If you're reading what you're saying and you're speaking with facts, you're being, you're, when it comes to a certain tone of rudeness, then you're wrong because you should deliver it better in a certain way. That is when you're only, you'll be, you will be wrong. But if you're speaking facts in a consistent tone of what you want people to understand, you can never be wrong. If you care what people think, you will say things in a rude, consistent tone to make it seem like there is a problem mm-hmm. deep down inside of you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you maybe getting the right message out, but it's not delivered in the exact same way. Mm. So how we're delivering our messages out through speaking at these marches, you can hear the pain. Hear the yeah. pain that we are going through. Listen, understand what it is, understand how it's been going for so long. Yeah, go back to the 1700s or 1600s of this bullshit that has been racism and, and all this humanity like trying to segregate us or put make us individualized lives. Like, you can't indiv- like separate a whole race from everybody else as if like we're a cult. You can't because we're not a cult. Don't treat us as if like we're a cult because we're not a cult. We're not just a big group of people, we're an entire race. Of people, exactly. like, we are, that's what's we so are black. We are black. We are not. We are not man. We are not woman. We uh, mm, wait. Hold on. Wait. Wait. <laughs> we, we, oh! we. We are man. We are women. We are kids. We are teenagers. We are youth. But above all, we are black. We are black and exactly. beautiful. We are black and beautiful. And blackity black. We are listen, I'm, I am very proud to be a black man. I'm so proud. There's nothing more proud than this world to be a black, a black man. There's nothing. I love my nothing. skin. I love my skin. You I can't love take my skin. I love my skin. And you know what? You know what the sad thing is here? We as a whole, we love you guys' skin too. We don't judge you like that. So please, mm-hmm. please listen. Please listen to what we say. We we love ourselves, but we love you guys too. All we're, all we're asking for is for us, is for you guys to give us the same love back. Exactly. And with this whole thing, with this whole thing, if I can change it, like if I can change just one person's mentality from being someone like, oh, I don't like black people, do you know what? I see these people in a different light now. Then my work here is done. Our work here is done. Yeah. Our work here is done. If, if a guy watching that was probably a racist and his, his his perspective of, of black people has completely changed. Then us as a whole, we're doing what we're doing right. We know in our hearts we're doing right. And if you still want to be a racist after you watch this, then God help you. Sure. God, 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 God will look after you. I'm sure God has his own plan for you. Um, is there anything that you guys want to bring up now? Um, I feel like we've covered nearly everything that's actually gone on so far. I feel like yeah. there's more, but I feel like it's just little things. But we're, just, we're, we're going to get to the main points and the majority of what people need to hear, what people have to, what we need to talk about to get it addressed. Yeah. Obviously, we've got mm. issues that have happened on social media and whatnot, which is good. But obviously, we'll probably go and talk about more stuff in another podcast. If so, mm-hmm. and whatever happens in the future, we'll continue to talk about it as well. Because the movement's not going to stop. Black Lives Matter. Preach it. Say it. Say it loud and proud because I'm black, black and I love it. Black Lives Matter. And can we just say, 
saying all lives matter is a protest for black lives matter that's all it's a protest yes yeah, people say all lives matter we know all lives matter every single but life right in now this world. matters but right now black people are dying yeah we are dying we for no to... reason man we matter the most right now we matter the, we matter we we are right now we are like we are crying out we are saying we matter too we actually do matter we matter a lot mm-hmm. and you can't silence us anymore we're black and we're proud and we're here to stay on periods yeah that is on god on god period where to make him period <laughs> period period um, period you got you got to emphasize period one last thing one last thing one last thing i want to touch on yeah one on a, this is on a, this is a bit of, on a more of a positive but funny um like little side topic subtopic here yeah. i know people on social media have been seeing this block party block party nonsense oh gosh i'm going to tell you now i'm going to tell you now yeah I'll, I'll, if, I, if I have to be your father through through podcasting, through the through the radio, whatever it is, stay at home because you're the reason. You're you're giving. You guys are giving Boris and whatever racist politician out there. Yeah, you're you're fueling. You're you are giving them. You are giving them ammo for them to clap back at us. Mm-hmm. Listen, when all this is done, when all this is done. And all this shit is is is, is and Corona is gone for good. Listen, I will be at every motive. I will be at every picnic, every barbecue, every block party. That's fine. Everybody can come. Mm-hmm. But for now, stay at home. Do your block. Please. You know. What, you know what? Do do your block party through Zoom, through the Zoom app, or your FaceTime, or whatever. Um, or your house party, whatever you want to do. Yeah, do it through there. Put your music on. Put your. You know what? You know what? Get a DJ to do it for everyone. So one DJ will zoom it to everyone. And have I actually have a it. birthday party for Zoom, so it's not exactly. that bad. Yeah, I'm saying so, Don't and listen. Don't listen to. Don't be fooled by all oh, this. Oh, six people allowed to see each other. It's lies. It's lies. Don't do you it. You have to don't think about it. your families. Don't do Some it. Of don't your, do it. Some of you are going back home to like high risk parents and you're going out congregating with how many people? Smoking, balloons, drinking, sharing alcohol. Come on, man. How can Boris say, yeah, you can go to another, you can go to your partner's house, but you can't sleep with them, it's illegal. What kind of nonsense is that? You know, Um, I can't lie. That was once, because the thing is, yeah, I've had, I know I've had sex during this quarantine. And when I said, I was just like, okay, so I'm breaking the law now. For doing my what I wanted, like that, you're breaking a lot to be intimate with someone. That's the most dumbest thing I've ever heard. Dumbest thing I've ever heard. But then you allow a block party to happen. You dumb prime minister. He's racism. Please, Boris, Boris, wake up. Think about it. Think about it. What are you doing? <laughs> Think about it. What's going on? What's going on? What's good, Boris? What's good? But before you know? we make this super long, um. Everyone just stay at home. Like we know quarantine's been hard and it's been stressful and we're all itching to go out, but at the end of the day it's for the good. 
it's mandatory for, for the girls. Just to make, and just to make sure your family is is able to wake up tomorrow. Not, not, not exactly for you for them to wake up tomorrow healthy and fresh. Not to be hearing, oh, you know, someone has died because of Corona. We're not trying to hear that out here, man. We've seen too many people die. We've seen too many people. So many people. You know. Oh, how can I forget? Um, with in the UK, there was a very, there's a very, um, there's a hot topic, a lady, a trans, a transport for London lady. Um, oh, yes. I, can't remember, I can't remember what official title is. Let's, let's round up on Belly, that. Belly, Belly. First of all, I'm going to say hashtag um, people, people that have Twitter, people that have platforms, social media platforms, just say hashtag justice for Belly. She was a lady that was wrongly spat at by mm-hmm. a disgusted member of the public of, of, of the public and later on then died from that That's incident. But she was also what a I, key worker. She was exactly she was a key worker. She was she her kid, her kid and her partner was at home while she was out there on the front lines to make sure people could get to work on time and things like that. And someone spat at her and she died because of it. She got coronavirus and died. But what I found offensive is the fact that police said that it has nothing to do with the person that spat her and they're not going to continue it. Which I think, yeah, if that I find that if that was if that was a white person, rather white, it it happened to a white person, and then they found the guy and he's in jail for twelve months. So why not listen for her? Exactly. So why not? Why not have her? Why not let her, why not bring her name to justice? Why not bring the incident to justice and catch that person? So people listening, people listening, I don't want you guys to, like, you know what, what's happening in America is, is bad, but don't forget what's happening in our own homes too, in our own country. Exactly. You know, we need to make sure we catch this person. We need to make sure we catch this person and we put them away and they do the deserved time that they need to do because we need to also make a stand in our country too. And exactly. it's really sad to know that she has now died. She's left behind, you know, a very young child and her partner, you know, and it's, it's just nice to think that that could be any one of our parents. Imagine like my parents work in the NHS, my parents work in, my parents work, my parents work, my parents work in, in, in the mental health sector. So, you know, this this could easily happen to them as well. So we just need to be yeah. grateful we have. We need to thank God that for keeping us alive. But we also need to make sure that we're keeping each other safe. We need to make sure we're keeping each other safe for the better good. We're not just it's not it's not just for it's not just for our benefit. It's for you know it's for people who can't see their their grandparents or who can't see their brother who's got an underlying health problem that has to stay in his room all day. So on that note, Justice for Belly, put it everywhere, put in all your socials. On Please keep signing the petitions and like yeah, all the putting the fundraisers and stuff like that. All the donations. It really the, does help. All the peaceful protests going on, we appreciate you for doing it. We appreciate you for Major going. to come to Parliament June 6th, this Saturday. I don't think it's going to come out. And then again? Mm-hmm. Coming out next it's coming out next week, you know. No, there's another one on Saturday. 
Oh, lol. Excuse me. But yeah, no, I meant the episode. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah I was talking about the, 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 also at the March, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I've been, thank you guys for listening. My thank name is you. Kelly. I've been Russell. I've been Harry. And this has been our second episode. Our second oh, thanks one. for listening. We're signing out. We, Let us we know come. what you think. Yeah, man. Obviously, we have our first one out now as well. We have our first one out now as well. That one is a very interesting topic. Um, watch that one. When this comes out as well, we will be, we'll obviously... When this one comes out, we'll be starting our new recording on the other one as well. We're not stopping. The content is going to be loading. It's going to be coming. Once all this is done, you'll be seeing all our faces. You'll be seeing the people that actually, you know, make this happen. You know, you'll be seeing us in the studios and things like that. So, yeah. Inside TV 3. And let us know what you guys think of the episode. We'll make sure our socials are there so if you want to come and if you want to come and <laughs> give your opinion, yeah, come and attack me. Good. I don't care about your opinion, I'll answer it. I've said what I said and I don't regret it one bit. Period. Period. And on that note, see you later, people. We'll see you on the next Peace. one. Love. Bye.